Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's great that you're here with us today because, as usual, my fabulous guest is going to share some great information with you. Now, second wind just for those that this is your first time visiting us, is about, well, what else? Women. Women have so many second winds in their lives. Oh, my gosh. We wear so many hats. We're constantly transforming ourselves. Sometimes it's easier than others. You know, when you're faced with a difficult transition, such as, a divorce, loss of a job, end of a marriage through death or other means. Uh, it's just hard sometimes to get up and find our value again. Well, that's why Second One was created. I want to be out there talking to that woman that needs to hear this information today. And so if you are in that position, need a little boost today, We're so glad you're with us. But if you're a regular that loves to be hanging out with us on Tuesday mornings or whenever your schedule allows, then we welcome you just as well. It's great to have you here. Now, yesterday was a new experience for me. And I'm kind of leading in with our fabulous guest today because I had the experience yesterday firsthand of seeing the value of a profession, and this was that I was having a photo shoot for those websites and cards and all those other professional things that we have to have in this business, and so I had a makeup artist come and do my face. Now, I was in Tyler, Texas. Otherwise, I would have been calling my guest today who lives in Baltimore, Maryland, but anyway... I had my makeup done, and it was just, uh, it was really awesome because I could see the benefit of having this this whole uh, event happen in the production of the photos that were taken, in the way that I appeared in front of the camera. It was just multifaceted in the benefits. So I'm going to talk to you and share with you today and get this firsthand from our guest, who is Carol Stover. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Carol. She has been in this business for 32 years, so she's a pro. She's worked with actors, models, CEOs, sports figures, politicians, 
just regular guys like you and I, and even a former duchess. We all need makeup. We all need to be pretty. We all need to make a statement. She is a professional makeup artist, speaker, and style expert. And I'm thrilled that she's here because she also not only has this knowledge, which she loves to share and perform, do, make other people through their makeup come alive, but she also teaches. She does workshops. She has a dream of helping young women create and find who they are and value who they are. So I'm very excited to welcome my guest today, Carol Stover. Welcome, Carol. Thank you, Joyce. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> well, I was so uh, surprised with how wonderful I felt yesterday taking those pictures, those photos. I say pictures. Isn't it magical? It is. Mm-hmm. It totally changed my approach of how I felt in front of the camera. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting, and that's the part about it that I love the best, seeing that little spark in a woman's eyes when Uh she looks in the mirror and sees what I've done, and you can tell she's a little apprehensive because she's worried about looking like someone else or maybe looking (laughs) too made up or like, wow, am I going to hate this lipstick? What am I going to do? I don't want to hurt her feelings. She's so nice. (laughs) But then they look in the mirror, and they're like, wow, I'm gorgeous, and I'm still me, and there's this little... Ta-da! <laughs> yes. But here we are. We have had those experiences where we go to the department stores and we sit in the chair and, and they do all this makeup. Oh, yes. Probably with a different agenda than, we, than what you would have. It uh, definitely is a different agenda. <laughs> and with much love to the counter girls, as I call yes. them. Uh, yeah. They have quotas, and it's not an easy job. So, <laughs> No, but tell me, how did you get into this? I, I oh. mean, uh, was it always your dream, your love, or how did, no. how did you get here? It really wasn't. Um, I'm, I think I'm on my fourth career, actually, kind of combining everything I've done along the way. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was a graphic artist, and this uh-huh. was way, way back in the day before computer graphics. So uh-huh. it was all by hand, oh. and we drew things, and, and I could draw and paint and what have you. So I would do illustrations for 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 ads and for the newspaper and the magazine, and we would do paste-up. That's what we called it. We would get the type set, and we would cut out the words and paste everything together and send it to the newspaper, right. and they would photograph it, and it would go into the newspaper. Uh-huh. And that's what I studied in school, uh-huh. and I thought since the time I was five, I was going to be an artist, but I was going to be a commercial artist because I wanted to make money. Yes. <laughs> At the age of six, I was entrepreneurial. <laughs> I guess you were. And your, your parents were mm-hmm. so proud. <laughs> they were. They, were. Yeah. they weren't quite sure what to do with me, but uh, <laughs> they encouraged it. We were all creative kids. Yeah. So they encouraged it and uh, let us you know, do what we wanted to do with our lives. Mm-hmm. And I went to went to school and studied graphic design and illustration. And I loved school. School was wonderful. Right. And then I get my first job in advertising. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is so not what I expected. 
So I cried all the way home, and I'm kind of a tough girl, so that was oh, a big step. reality for me. knocks on the um, Yeah, I'm like, reality. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is dreadful. I stuck it out for, I don't know, eight or nine years or so. Uh-huh. Freelanced for a while, worked for different ad agencies, and I finally thought, you know what, this is, this is going to kill me, or it's going to turn me into a person that I don't recognize. Right. A person mm-hmm. that I don't like. So mm-hmm. the makeup happened for me when I met a very nice photographer mm-hmm. who worked in the same building. And he came down to the office where I was working and said, hey, are you busy right now today? And I said, <laughs> not really. He says, can you come help me with something? And I said, sure, because he was nice. And I like, I kind of had eyes on him anyway. Yeah. And uh, right. this is way, way back. We're talking back in the day here. <laughs> and uh, it turned out to be a photo session for a young model mm-hmm. doing her portfolio. This was back in 1982. Yeah. 1982. Was, yeah. And he was wanted this me to in help the Baltimore the area? Was it this is, in the it Baltimore? was in the Baltimore area. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. In Baltimore. That's, that's kind of born and bred there, but I do travel yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. And he needed help with the makeup. His makeup artist called in sick. Ah, I thought, okay. oh my gosh. And I was terrified because I'd never done it before, mm-hmm. just on myself, mm-hmm. friends, yeah. you know. But I uh-huh. thought, well, it's the 80s. How bad could this be? <laughs> <laughs> you remember makeup back uh-huh. in the 80s. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was hard to mess it up. So mm-hmm. anyway, I, I guess I did okay. They were thrilled. Everybody loved their pictures. And I just had the best day of my life. And I thought, Wow wow, there's something to this. I need to look into this because this makes me happy. Ah, This feels good. uh, Yeah. And these girls were so, they're like, wow, I've never looked like this. I feel so good. (laughs) I was like, wow, that was easy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. But I can remember as little girls sitting around putting on makeup. Didn't that, that, did it start with you there? I think so. Um, I used to love to read magazines. I used to love to play with my mother's makeup. Back in in my mother's time, do you remember Uh moms used to wear hats and gloves when they went out? Yes. She'd let me play with her gloves Mm -hmm. and her shoes and her little hats. Mm -hmm. And once she was finished with her makeup, I think she put aside some things for me. Yeah, I I had my own little, you know, her lipstick and I would put it on and it probably looked dreadful, but it was so much fun. I felt like an absolute princess. Yeah, right. Uh, Yeah. You know, I'm worried about the young girls these days because they don't have near as much to put on like the gloves and the hat. (laughs) Now it's just jewelry and lipstick makeup. (laughs) Well, I think I think a woman's. I think a woman's soul is always going to yearn to decorate itself. I think we just yeah. love to we love to decorate ourselves and we love to express our creativity with it. Yeah. Styles change every generation. That is that is definitely true. But uh I think the media is really confusing very young girls now. So I think that is where the problem lies. Ah. I'm well, having a lot of trouble no. figuring that out. Yeah, the media affects us uh, in so many different ways that it's it's uh, really changes and creates our reality for us many times. Okay, we are going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, Carol, I want you to tell us about how you 
some of those different situations that you do your work in, such as your workshops and, and what those look like. So uh, I love going to workshops, so I'll probably be on your candidate list to attend. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. <laughs> so we'll be, but we will be back, and we'll be hearing more of Carol's secrets. She has some great things to share with us today, and uh, so I want you to stay tuned. And Carol will be sharing those valuable tips with us. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions? in both their business and personal lives. Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 Central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are speaking today with Carol Stover, and Carol has this fabulous career, a professional makeup artist, speaker, and style expert. She is from the Baltimore area. And she's been on Fox TV, WBAL TV, WJZ TV, all the TVs. She's been in magazines. She's been on radio. She's no stranger to the media because one of the areas she specializes in, of course, is doing makeup for those people that are on appearing on the media. So, Carol, share with us, if you will, some of the... Uh, value of makeup of the therapy of makeup mm-hmm. uh, the gentle therapy that's what yes, i call it it's gentle, the gentle therapy. therapy it's non-threatening therapy yes. <laughs> yes. Um, i like to call it that because of what i observe that happens to a woman when i do her face 
And mm-hmm. it's, it's not just me. I mean, I, each person has their own gift and their own approach if they're in a creative field. And I have friends that are makeup artists, and they're extremely talented. Uh-huh. And I watch them do other people. Same thing happens. Uh-huh. It's really quite amazing because when you are able to really see into a person and see part of their spirit, if you will, um, at the very least you're seeing into their personality a little bit if they let you. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're yeah. putting them all together in such a way that you are giving them a safe space to show you who they are. Mm-hmm. And you are literally falling in love with that person for that hour and showing every beautiful thing about them on their mm-hmm. face that you can mm-hmm. find. Mm-hmm. And you can't help but make them feel wonderful. Right. So when someone it, does this for you, it just makes them feel incredible. I, I just had this thought. Do you, when you actually look at a person prior to doing anything with their makeup, with your face, mm-hmm. do you actually have an intuitive feeling about what's their best feature and try to, try to, uh, how do we say, bring that forth in their face or how do you look at a person and decide what needs to be highlighted, what needs not to be highlighted? Well, I really do. That is exactly yeah. how it feels. It feels very intuitive. Uh-huh. And at the risk of sounding completely crazy to everybody that's listening, it's I all right. It's, a, it's okay. I'm going to save space. Right. I can be crazy. Yeah. Thank you. I feel the love. I feel the love. Um, I really think, for me, this is a very intuitive type of work, and it feels very spiritual to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds very corny, but that there it is. It feels very spiritual because I am seeing not just their physical good features and not just physically with their facial geometry and their their mixture of unique coloring, you know, what I want to pull out and what I want to tweak and pull into alignment and all of that. I'm also seeing and feeling their beautiful emotional traits and their beautiful spiritual traits, their personality, the things that I am discovering about them. Mm. It's like I'm peeling back layers and I'm saying, oh, there you are. And look how gorgeous you are. Oh, I'm going to do this with you and that with you, and you're going to be stunning. Right. And I just know they are, and they Mm. will. They will be. Right. Can you determine this without conversation? Mm. Oh, that's a very good question. Um, I can. Some people are very reticent and shy, Mm -hmm. and some people kind of like have to be there. They don't want to be there. So I have to proceed with great gentleness in how Mm -hmm. I approach them. And Mm -hmm. I calm my voice and I slow my movements and I just kind of pare it down to the basic. Mm -hmm. It's a little tougher, but I I do think their voice vibration helps me because people will start chattering and they will tell you all kinds of things and you just get intuitive feelings from that. I'm like their bartender. <laughs> yes. Well, mm-hmm. well, you're in there. Well, one thing is you're in their personal space when in you're doing space. their makeup. You really Up are. close and personal. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, yes. And you're seeing that horrible thing on our nose that we don't want people to see. So, <laughs> Oh, I just paint that right out. <laughs> I know. No that problem. Was, that was, well, you know, it was quite interesting with this sh- woman that did me yesterday. Um, I noticed in the 
in the photos when we re, when we viewed a few of them you know at the end of all the of the session there was a glitter in my eye mm. i and quite honestly i've never noticed that before fun yeah. and it was really in that picture i'm going to find that picture cuz that's the one i'm going to take that's i don't the know one you want in, yeah that's the one i want for sure. You know, when you're in the hands of two fabulous professionals, a great photographer that knows how to do lighting. Yes. And mm-hmm. caveat, knows how to do lighting for women. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And a great makeup artist who knows their stuff. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, that's you're just in great hands. You can just sit back and relax and, and drink that wine and, and just, you know, sit down and get snapped because you're going to be in perfect hands. It's going to be a gorgeous photo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you do men as well. So is makeup mm-hmm. for women the same for men? Well, I use the same kit and the same products, mm-hmm. yes. but there's just a certain number of steps that you don't do for men. Yeah. But men that are actors or models, oh. they, of course, need to get themselves all, you know, Denzel'd up or Brad Pitt. You know, they need to get yes. that kind of treatment so they can be right. photographed or videotaped. Yeah, and uh, even for you know public speaking, you know mm-hmm. any kind of event, but they need to have it too. And w- part of my job is to make sure that someone photographs well. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of little things I can do with the bone structure of the face to help enhance that. Right. So well, I want that too. For a man, do you do you do the mascara? No, not? not usually. Sometimes. No. It depends on what we're doing, of course. Mm-hmm. It always depends on your venue. I don't do a right. lot of theater work. I don't think I'm good at theater makeup because it's just a different approach and a different mm-hmm. mentality. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little too detailed. I do a lot of work for HD and for still photography with these incredible lenses. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm very detailed in okay. what I do. So. Once in a while, if I have a light-haired man who's light-skinned and his eyes are light and he just doesn't have a lot of definition around the eyes, I might put a little touch of a brown mascara on the bottom just to pop out the eyes, make them a little prettier. Right. But uh, usually usually you don't do that or liner, but I touch up their brows. Yes. Eyebrows are important. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, it was quite, quite interesting. Isn't it just fortuitous that yesterday I had that session? I mean, just before you and I talked because it gave me such insight. (laughs) Yes, it gave you the perspective. So you got the whole treatment and you could see how it feels and you could experience what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. It was Mm -hmm. just, uh, yeah, it was really fun and enlightening and and I can just see the benefit so much better than I could before mm-hmm. so photography uh, is not kind <laughs> no. video cameras are not kind to us either well I'd like for us to talk about makeup over 50 which is oh, yeah. where I am and uh, but I I want us to talk about that in another section. So okay. we'll be talking about that. But you know, have we said the gentle form of therapy? Have you explored that where you wanted to take us for today? You mean in our yes. conversation now? Yeah, I think so. I think um, well, 
let's see. Let me just add one more thing to that. I think that um, because I love therapy. If I could afford it, if I had the time, I would go every week just to sit and have someone listen to me. And I would be like, okay, how much was that? Thank you so much. I feel awesome. I'm off with my day. I think it's the best thing ever. But barring that, there's Mm -hmm. something magical about somebody really seeing you. I think maybe this is what it is with women. Don't you think that so many women don't feel heard and don't feel truly seen? Oh, definitely. (laughs) You know, so I know I feel that sometimes. I think we all do. Yeah. Um, You know, women have a history throughout the world of not really, you know, having a secure place, not really having a strong voice. We're getting there. Right. But this is still a process for us. It is. So even if you take an hour or so out of a day and someone really looks at you and speaks to you and says, how do you want to look? What's your purpose here today? How do you Mm -hmm. feel about this or that? Mm -hmm. And you're like, are you talking to me? (laughs) Do you really want (laughs) to know? I've got a lot of answers. (laughs) And then you're able to say this to someone and they look at you and they listen. And then they proceed to give you what you want and make you feel beautiful and Mm. show you that they see the beauty inside of you as well as outside of you that maybe you weren't even aware of Yes, and knits it all together. There's something about that. I I think it's an honoring type of process, and I think that's where the therapy part comes in Mm -hmm. because I think we all want to be seen and heard, and we all want to be honored. Right. Yeah, that's and beautiful. I, I think that's Carol. It. It's a sacred. It's kind of sacred, really. Yeah, yeah. So, and who doesn't want to be beautiful? Now, we're not oh, talking but, about beauty that is uh, uh, Jolene's beauty. There's a beauty in every one of us, and I yeah. think sometimes that's lost because of the screen work. We think we're not beautiful because we're not on the screen, but. Mm-hmm. Finding your each person's beauty is one of our really treasures that we can have in appreciating who we are and what we bring to oh, yes. this world. The uniqueness yeah. of our expression. Because I think, this to me, this is not a frivolous thing. Of course, I'm going to say that this is my life and my profession. But I have right. done this for so long. And I've, I've watched people sit in that chair, thousands and thousands of people, and this happens every single time, that there's <laughs> something inside of them that clicks. It's like I have reached in and I found the light switch and flicked it on, and all of a sudden, ta-da, there they yeah. And Here it something is. changes. Yeah. So What a beautiful thought. Yeah. That's how it feels. Well, we're going to take a break here, and when we come back, I'd like to talk, I'd like for you to share with us the three makeup steps that should never be omitted when we are putting on our makeup. So we'll be back with Carol Stover sharing her secrets and sharing the wisdom of life. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. 
Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, in ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures to her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons. Her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome. Carol Stover is sharing her her life with us today in that she is a professional makeup artist and a photo stylist, speaker, and educator who has given us already some valuable tips about the theory or the the therapy of makeup in our lives. But Carol, we also mentioned that there were three makeup steps you should never omit, and yeah. I assume maybe this is in—is this in applying it, or what would that be? These are steps that you should always make sure that you do, even if you're having a very casual day, even if you're rushed, even if you're not so much of a makeup girl. Mm-hmm. And this is not to say that if you love makeup and you do 27 steps every day, that's totally fine. Whatever works for you, whatever you love and enjoy, it's Uh all about the joy. But there's three steps that I see many women omit. Maybe not all three, but, yeah, I really do. And there are things that we pay special attention to as makeup artists for photo sessions and commercials and things of that nature because they are so critical 
in that mm-hmm. arena. Mm-hmm. But it's also important out and about during the day. Right. So what are those? Those steps. Everybody <laughs> get their pencils. <laughs> okay. Concealer, yes. lips, and eyebrows. Okay. Uh-huh. Concealer, lips, and eyebrows. Concealer first because everybody has a little bit of a shadow under the eyes and a couple little spots here and there that maybe are not quite so perfect, maybe are a little distracting. Right. And you want to kind of smooth that away. Mm-hmm. But removing a shadow from under the eyes takes years off of your face, and it makes you look much fresher and brighter, and it opens up the center of the face, and it just gives a fresh, awake look. It's beautiful. Right. Yeah. It's a very important. Right. And concealer should be at least a shade or two lighter than your skin tone to do its job. Okay, and there's oh, a million concealers okay. on the market, so. Right, um, yeah. Someone can okay, help them with lipstick. that. Okay, lipstick. Lips. Do or something lips. to your gorgeous lips, yes. Uh-huh. I'm a lips, lipstick fan. I have skinny lips, and for all the girls out there with big, full, luscious Angelina lips that are laughing at me right now, um, <laughs> everybody needs something on their lips. Mm-hmm. If you love gloss, do some kind of gloss. If you love color, I love bright color. Right. It's, it's so inviting. Mm-hmm. And remember we talked earlier about women not feeling like they're being heard? Right. I think, especially after 50, you really need to do up the lips. Because uh, you know what? We have a lot to say. Let people focus on that beautiful mouth and your smile and your words as they come out through these gorgeous lips. Well, you know, as we age, our lips get thinner. They do. I, are there? Mm-hmm. I know that color has to help by uh, drawing an attraction to the lips, but it does. It, mm-hmm. do you have any secrets on how to make those lips look bigger? Yeah, there's two things. Um, practice with the lip liner. I do the uh-huh. color first, and then I do lip liner after so I can see exactly what I've got to work with. And then I can oh. sit there and say, okay, yeah, do, do, I'm backwards. I do all kinds of things out of order, but that's okay. Do what works yeah. for you. Right. And I find this step is very helpful for a lot of women. Right. So take your pencil, make sure it's sharp uh-huh. and close enough to the color that you're putting on there. Mm-hmm. And when you want to make them fuller, don't make the whole entire mouth fuller because you'll get that look where, you know, you're in a nursing home and they give you lipstick to play with and it's just, right. wow, just a bad, bad thing. <laughs> you want it to be very careful. Keep the corners the same. Yeah. Make the points a little taller and connect mm-hmm. them to the corner and then make the pout on the bottom a little fuller and connect them back to the corner. It works. Ah, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And lip All plumpers. Right. They're always in my kit. <laughs> and what? <laughs> lip plumpers. They make oh, them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they really yeah. work. They do. They do. Yeah. Um, they're not going to work as well as, the injections and the surgical things, but for those who are squeamish about that, because I've never been, I've never done that type of thing. It kind of scares me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This is a gentler way to get a little more fullness. Yeah. So. Uh, do you apply? Do you have? Okay. Do you first off? First question. Do you mm-hmm. have a difference between the permanent lipsticks and the the regular lipsticks? Do you have any preference? Mm. Do you mean, you mean the things that literally don't move for 24 hours that you have yes. to take off? Um, 
I guess, I don't know. I, I don't see anything wrong with having to put your lipstick back on after lunch. I don't know. That never really bothered me. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends. I mean, there's, there's lip primers that I use under a lip color for someone mm-hmm. who needs to, like a bride, yeah. someone who needs to right. look fantastic for eight hours. And they really do work. They really work. Uh-huh. And you just don't do the gloss on top because gloss really rubs away oh, the lip color okay. as you speak. Right. So you just fake the gloss with a little shimmer lipstick in the center, and there you go. There's your visual gloss. Oh, okay. So I, I know those are popular. I guess I'm not really a fan because I see them as a little drying for the lips. Yes. And right. I'm kind of a purist. I like natural ingredients, and those uh-huh. things don't seem too natural to me. Right. Yeah. So, to each his own. Yes. You know. Okay. Now mm-hmm. you talked about the eyebrows. Eyebrows. Oh, this is a big one. Mm. You know, so many women just totally ignore their eyebrows. And they yeah. have a gorgeous face and wonderful features and beautiful coloring. And their eyebrows are just kind of hanging there, ignored. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Hey, help me. Mm-hmm. So right. it's kind of like not brushing your hair or, or mm-hmm. shaving one leg and not the other. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of have to finish the look. Mm-hmm. And eyebrows really do help shape and structure the face. Well, you have to shape eyebrows. I mean, actually... Give them haircuts <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but you have to pay some attention to them. And if you're a, if you're a really basic person and you don't mm-hmm. want to fool with them too much, at the very least, take a little eyebrow brush or some kind mm-hmm. of little. It can be even an old mascara brush. Just do something with these eyebrows and brush them up and over, and just groom them a little bit, mm-hmm. and just give them a little attention. Well, and if you're what? willing to spend a minute. And just kind of fill in little bare spots. Mm-hmm. You'll get this strong, striking look, and suddenly your eyes look beautiful and expressive, mm-hmm. and much more inviting. Yeah. Now, what happens to us in our fifties when we, when the hair uh, to the far right or far left on the mm-hmm. brows goes away? Oh, that's a thyroid condition. Oh, it is. It is. That's oh. a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. So if I start um, and, taking thyroid, will it come back? Well, um, here we get into the, the vague medical realm, and, and I kind of can't speak to that. Oh. Um, my mother was an RN with, with, who was you know, ferociously talented with it, so I, I could be quite dangerous with that. I have a lot of knowledge. <laughs> I could be quite dangerous with it. But, so I won't go there. Okay. <laughs> but I okay. will say, I, I would, I don't know, I, you got to be careful with the thyroid meds because once you're yeah. on those things, you're probably going to be on them forever. Uh, and they do things to your thyroid and they do things to your hormone balance because they're working with the hormonal system of the entire body. Oh, I see. And you got to really be careful with that. Yeah. So it All might right. be easier just to kind of balance out your hormones with diet mm-hmm. and stress reduction and right. maybe some nice bioidentical hormones, something really safe and natural. Right. There's over-the-counter yeah. stuff you can get, progesterones. They're lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, start, start small. Start gentle first. Mm-hmm. And because thyroid, it's not something to mess with. I mean, it's, it's, you, you wouldn't do it just for the eyebrows. You would do it because you have a serious weight issue that accompanies it or a serious fatigue issue or adrenal issue that accompanies it, you know? Right. Yeah. It's easier just to paint the darn things back in. I know. <laughs> 
That's what we've been doing. There you go. <laughs> hey, here's yep. a trick with that. You, do you have a second for a little trick? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, this is this is something that I, I teach. I just I just did a little session for the cancer ladies at the hospital here yesterday, and I was yeah. showing them this because when you lose your eyebrows, mm-hmm. you, know, you think you're going to remember where they are. You kind of don't. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of don't. So no, where they always complain, right? They always complain that when you pencil them back in, yes, they always look fake. Yeah. Well, it's because they're all the same color. Oh. And I know that eyebrows kind of seem like they're all the same color. Yes, but unless you're going to sit there and draw every little single hair, which I do, because that's just mm-hmm. what I do, mm-hmm. um, get two different pencils. Oh. One a little lighter, one a oh. little darker. Yeah. Yeah, start with the lighter, fill it in the way you want, uh-huh. and then take the darker one and throw a couple little strokes in here and there, and bingo, you have a very natural-looking brow. Oh, that's great. Works you very well. You can even do that for me with the thinning on the on the outer edges of my eyebrows, oh, absolutely. right? Absolutely. That, in fact, that's how you can take that part of the eyebrow and fill it in completely and make it look real because you've got the two colors, and it just... For some reason, to your eye, mm-hmm. it looks normal. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try right. That. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's a great suggestion. So the three steps that you cannot avoid are your eyes, your uh, what's it? Your concealer, 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 mm-hmm. and your lips. Very right. good. Okay, those are things I'm not going to skip from now on. I always use my concealer. (laughs) You will hear my voice in your head when you're in your bathroom. (laughs) You will use concealer. I'm going to try the trick with the eyebrows for sure. Now, we are going to take a break in about a minute. And when I come back, I've asked Carol if she would share with us, because she's done some really awesome people. And it's on her website, which I want to tell you how to get to. But she's going to tell us a funny story about Martin Short, you know, the comedian. So when we come back, she's going to share a wonderful experience she had doing makeup with Martin Short. So... Her website is Carol Stover at Comcast.net. So we oh, will actually, be back. No? CarolStover.com. CarolStover.com. Oh, okay. Which so, is fine. You just gave him my email address. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll be back shortly with Carol. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. 
If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wave. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Carol Stover and I have been having so much fun talking about makeup, and I hope you remember those three tips about your eyes, your concealer, and your lips, because I know those are going to be used in my uh, regiment from now on. But you know, one of the fun things about the industry that Carol is in is that she does make up for some really interesting people. And so I so love this man's work that I thought this should be a funny story. So the man we're going to talk about is Martin Short. So Carol, how did you, uh, what brought about the, uh, the working with Martin Short. Well, I was contacted by one of the local uh, Jewish temples here, Beth Tefilla in Baltimore, mm-hmm. uh, a very well-known, respected temple, and they were having Martin Short come and do a performance for him. And I forget the exact occasion. It was some special commemoration of something that was happening there. And he was going to be the headlining act, and he was coming, and, and I was going to do his makeup. And they had a wardrobe person coming to help him with all his costumes because, as you know, he does these amazing bits with all of his characters. And it's funny because when you work with a famous person, you never really know what their real personality is like. They have a persona. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, well, he's going to be just totally hilarious the entire time. And and he is a very funny man. But I tell you, as soon as he – came in and sat there, introduced himself. He was terribly polite to me. Mm-hmm. And he was probably one of the most deeply professional people that I've ever worked with. I was so struck by how he was so committed to doing whatever was needed. Mm. And he talked politics the entire time. And I'm thinking he was so, I'm like, wow, this is like I'm, I'm doing Dan Rather here or something. It was hilarious. I'm like, I'm waiting for him to be a lunatic, and he was never a lunatic. I'm like, this so is so So it wasn't odd. politics with comedy. It was politics with uh, oh, rational dead, comments. Yes, dead serious politics. There was one wow. of the elections was going on at the time, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, this is so odd. And he had these very – and he was a very balanced kind of person in his opinions, and he wasn't – you know, he wasn't trying to put this opinion or that opinion onto us. He was just kind of chatting with us, and 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 I asked him what he wanted, and he said, "Well, I'd like to have this and that." And he was just very amiable, very very professional to work with. And I was like, "Wow, that was so not what I expected." 
Mm-hmm. But then I watched him from, you know, kind of the wings and saw when he would do his crazy acts, and he immediately went into character and just did his, his, all his stuff singing. He's got an incredible singing voice. Ah. And he was just, he was so much fun, and he was so <laughs> professional to us and mm-hmm. treated us, the wardrobe lady and I, like complete professionals. And I was like, this dude is very cool. Mm. He's yeah. very, very cool, and he is short. <laughs> <laughs> he is very short. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, he was, he did not make us feel nervous or whatever. He was just, yeah. you know. He was real. He was cool. Yeah, he was he very was real, real, but he was so serious. Yeah. Well, that you know, as I'm looking part. down this impressive list of people that you have uh, worked with in Baltimore, uh, I my, my eyes sort of rested on Sarah. Ferguson, Duchess Sarah of York. Yeah, you know she was lovely to me. Yeah, she was lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, be British. I really I expect that. <laughs> well, you they, know, they treat her terribly over there, but <laughs> <laughs> and she's had her troubles. She really has. But you know, yeah. I, my heart goes out to her. And whatever has happened, I'm just. I always have a, a special fondness because she was very kind. To me and yeah. very polite and she had an entourage she must have had five people with her one was making her tea one was doing her hair i thought this is hilarious but um, no one doing her makeup no but they hired me to do her makeup well that was the, she that was it. the wonderful yeah oh good it was fun she had beautiful skin gorgeous yes. hair she was she was a very gracious lady and she kind of had that cool aloofness and kind of looked me up and down checked me out very very graciously with just a uh-huh. few polite questions i think uh-huh. she was kind of sizing me up to see how close she wanted to get yeah at the end of the session she pulled out of her children's book she was doing a tour for one of her books oh and, uh, signed it for me i still have it oh what a nice a memory. Oh, she was, yeah, she was lovely and spoke yeah. to me about, you know, her kids and not so much about her divorce, but, you know, well, I've been through that, you know, and, and, and I, I was, you know, newly married at the time with stepchildren and trying to figure that out. And she's like, you'll be fine. How do you get on with them? I was like, how adorable yeah. is this? Right, right. <laughs> she was sweet Do you ever, in a situation like that, ask for their picture? No, I don't. And I know um, uh, there's a way to deal with A-listers and celebs. You have to be really cool. And right. if they offer, then, of course, you know, right. um, I never ask for an autograph. I know a lot of other makeup friends that always get that picture, and I'm like, and that's fine. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't. I kind of yeah. do my thing. You know, yeah. I put them on my client list, and that's enough for me. <laughs> Well, that's great. Carol, tell us how my viewers could get to you because you do have an awesome newsletter that has tips in it that they might find very helpful. So share your information with us. Easiest way to find me is through my website, um, carolstover.com, and they can get to my social media. I have uh, a very active Facebook presence. I've got um, a Twitter Twitter presence, um, mm. LinkedIn. I have all these different things that I do. My, they can email me. They can ask me a question. I'll answer them. <laughs> oh, good. Sure. Oh, sure. Love to right. do that. So carolstover.com, they can find everything about me. Well, you know, I really do. Uh, I recommend to most of my clients that I work with, particularly when they're doing their um, just 
finding out who they are and how valuable they are, I really do ask that they go out and have a beauty day. What a because good idea. I think it's so important that we realize that we don't treat ourselves very nice sometimes. We treat everybody right. else. We're so used to helping everybody else. But we never think of treating ourselves. And I love this this you know, the airlines figured it out. You know, if you when you're sitting on the airlines they always say put your oxygen on first and then take <laughs> care of the children. Okay, well, I love that saying. That's yeah. so true. I think that's what we as women need to do. Many times we need to take right. care of us and then we can right. take care of our children so much better and our loved ones. So I'm actually going to challenge everybody listening today to do two things to sign up for your newsletter so that they can get tips to incorporate into their lives Fabulous. and then schedule a beauty day. Hmm. For a special party, for makeup with a special party. I wish they could have Carol's makeup, but unless we get you down to Texas, <laughs> that won't happen. <laughs> I'd love to come to Texas. <laughs> oh, well, you'd like it. It's it's uh, it's a little chilly, but probably not as chilly as you you're going to experience. Baltimore. It's cold snow. today, right now in Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but what is What holds the future for you, Carol? Mm-hmm. Um, I see in here that you're writing a book. I am. I am writing a book. I'm so excited. And what's that? Book I got to share all this. Well, yeah. it's okay. I'll give you the. I'll give you the pared down answer. This okay. is. It's going to be about. This is, you know, my thoughts and my experiences about how I feel feeling beautiful is connected to your personal power. Mm-hmm. Because if you feel unique and special and beautiful inside and out, we're not just talking perfect eyebrows. We're talking personal inner beauty. Mm-hmm. If you feel that, somehow mm-hmm. that connects you to your personal power and you feel more authentic you feel like you can go out into the world and take your unique message and deliver it and do what you're here to do on this planet. Right. I so agree. Yeah. So applaud that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then you list here another thing that you would have a a serious dream about, and that is a foundation to support uh, preteens and teenage girls with self-esteem. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. This is such a problem. This is, well, I'm not even going to call it a problem. I won't put it out there, but it's an issue, and it's something that we all need to be aware of. And everybody knows a young girl. There is a, mm-hmm. a teen or a preteen or a young lady in everyone's life. Mm-hmm. And I think we all need to kind of reach out and give her a little guidance and love. Say, honey, you don't have to do these crazy things. You're beautiful just as you are, whatever color you are, whatever size you are. It doesn't make any difference. Everybody's got their special magic. Mm. And help her feel loved. Help her feel heard and seen. If these girls could feel heard and seen, I think that would change their lives. You know, that we we could expand that challenge, Carol, and make it take a young girl and go out and do a mother daughter friend young friend challenge oh day of makeup 
Wow. Okay. Wouldn't now, that be now fun? Oh, I got chills when you said that. That's <laughs> wonderful. Okay, Joyce, you've got okay. it. That's it. All right. That's it. We'll make that challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and I will take you up on that challenge, too. I'm going to do it as well. <laughs> oh, wonderful. That's really would be stepping up to do what we believe that the power of the face and the makeup reflects the inner person. I, I, I had this experience yesterday, and I am so empowered to really applaud what you do today because of that experience. So, you know, I just, I just, am, I, I just uh, love what you do. And I'm I'm a little irritated with you because you're so far away. <laughs> hey, my husband is in Dallas right now. He flew oh, out this morning is? at six a.m. for a video shoot, and he'll be coming back tonight. It's only I don't know three four hours. You know, we yeah. we travel. Media people travel. I'll come see you. I'll bring my kit. <laughs> you can bring your kit and come on down. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Carol, we do thank you so much for being with us today. You have been a delight. Oh, and my I know my viewing audience have has enjoyed every minute of the good words that you've shared with us and certainly those three tips. So I oh, wish I you well. So. Thank yeah. you, darling. My pleasure. Yeah. All right. Thank you. So my dear listeners. Next week, we will be back. We, I love sharing Carol Stover with you. Fabulous. So I'm looking forward to you being with us next week as we continue on this journey of life. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, Women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 